Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We're here for our March edition of the monthly podcast with Maurice. Maurice, thank you for being here. Nice to be with you. And we have a special guest today, Janet Owens from Lisk Jacksonville. Janet, let people know you're on. Thanks, Morgan. Hello, everyone. Hello, Janet. We we brought in the big guns. This must be an important session here. I mean, yeah, Janet, we're we're pretty flattered that you were able to attend, and we always are excited to have representation from the great state of Florida. So, absolutely, go Jags, go Jags. <laughs> and I'm just going to pretend like I know what that means. So, anyway, okay, uh, th- the topic for today, and again, Janet, thank you very much for making time to be here. Is our annual report just came out today, and it is entitled "The Difference We Make." I love the title. So shout out to our communications team. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, taking a a look at that, there are a lot of great stories featured in the annual report. So we have rural talking about bringing bringing back an oyster industry to Maryland and the Chesapeake Bay, Flint, an early child care center that was built in the wake of the, the water crisis that happened there, and our San Diego office talking about the establishment of an affordable housing fund. So wide range of work. And Reese, I want to start with you. I think this is something that can be a little complicated in, in people learning about what LIST does and what that difference is. So to you, this range of different types of projects that go on throughout the network, what is the common denominator about that difference we make? I think if you uh, think about the question you just asked, the the answer there is that what's common about that, what's uh, held in common, is that these are all stories about us working with local partners to solve local problems, or better yet, to pursue local opportunities. And that has been, for LISC 40 years, the real secret sauce of our work. Mm-hmm. We are not an organization that stands in New York City and um, goes around the country consummating transactions. What we are about is going to Jacksonville, going to Flint, going to Peoria, setting up an office, becoming a corporate resident of that place and working on a local agenda that takes years, uh, that takes patience, that takes local relationships, that takes knowing what the setting is uh, within which we work. And so the common thread is we believe that the most important pathways to opportunity for people around the country are those assets that affect them daily, Mm -hmm. where they live. And we want to go and humbly become a part of where they live and work. And that's what you see. The reason why you see different stories is these stories are about the people in the communities where they're living and where we're trying to work. Excellent, excellent connection, actually. Now, to Janet, exactly why we wanted to have you on is to speak a little bit about how that translation happens or the development of that local agenda. And speaking of patience, I just want to note very briefly before we turn it over to Janet, 
Janet, and correct me if I'm wrong, almost the 20th anniversary of the Jacksonville office, talking about how long it can sometimes take to build up that capacity to do this in the local markets. And I believe your eighth anniversary is approaching as the executive director. Is that right, Janet? That's correct, Morgan. But Janet, you started when you were 12. Just make sure she puts that on the record. We have a very early leadership program (laughs) underway. Yeah, no, so Janet, if you could talk to us a little bit about that that exercise of building the local agenda and how LIST plugs in in a market and in Jacksonville specifically? Well, first, I have to give a shout out when you mentioned the 20th anniversary. We are so fortunate to have three of our um, um, founding funders to be as active in our work as they were when they helped launch the office. That's the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund, the Community Foundation for Northeast Florida, and the Jaguars Foundation. And so through the years, we've been able, and most recently, to, with a nod to national and this focus on creating the pathways for economic opportunity, to really drill down in the neighborhoods to allow that pathway to be crafted from the voice and residents of those communities. So, for example, in Jacksonville, economic development in one neighborhood is built around uh, uh, the establishment of our first financial opportunity center where Mm -hmm. families will be able to receive employment placement and career improvement while uh, they're building their uh, financial education and management skills and accessing any of those public benefits that they may not have been aware that they could have access to so that we can help them build their wealth. In a neighboring community, we are um, helping uh, rebuild, stabilize, strengthen an industrial corridor that is bounded by uh, low-wealth neighborhoods where they're looking as these businesses are uh, preparing to expand and in some cases uh, uh, rebuild, that they, too, can benefit their neighboring communities and make a win for themselves by creating a job pipeline so that they're not having to leapfrog out to find employees in suburban areas when they have uh, folks with who can be matched to their employment opportunities um, from the nearby neighborhoods because we all know that those folks who can get there most easily and have that neighborhood connection will probably be some of their best and longest-term employees. And then finally, our strategy uh, that is reflected more in the annual report has to do with the partnership created with the Downtown Investment Authority. And this speaks to the strength, the bank strength of LISC. We have a CEO who actually knew and had partnered with LISC in other communities like Detroit and um, um, our rural program in North Carolina. And as he searched to be able to um, activate some of the large, difficult, complex projects that um, they we wanted to move forward, 
he called on LISC, and we created a strategy with him that we are the preferred lender for Downtown Investment Authority, which has now helped let us help him jumpstart redevelopment of a student housing and uh, community college culinary cafe. And that's the CEO of the Downtown Investment Authority you're referring to, Janet? Yes. Yes. Got it. And, and yeah, and I, I know you did choose to feature the Barnett Tower and Lerner Building in the annual report. So could you talk to us a little bit about the background on those projects specifically in the downtown area and what it took to pull those projects off? Well, um, the, the downtown, that particular project, Barnett Tower, is probably like a Greek myth when you talk to citizens around Jacksonville, the thing that we always point to, but everyone felt that it would never happen. It's just a nice story. But thanks again to this collaboration, um, over the course of nearly two years, we worked in partnership with um, our LISC affiliate, um, New Market Support Corporation, Downtown Investment Authority and um, our team to get to the place where this project, which contains um, a ground floor commercial, University of North Florida Business School, and 110 units of um, uh, apartments, of which 20% of them are going to be affordable. So this project is finally off the drawing board as, as a result of um, our ability to invest $8 million in new markets tax credits, and um, we are looking forward to hopefully uh, providing lend- um, financing to the project as well. And that's one of the things we've actually touched on earlier, too. I mean, this is also an example of a project that gets to that one LISC, the different toolbox that uh, LISC has available. Maurice, I don't know if you anything you wanted to say there. No, the only, I've seen the, the buildings, and these buildings are right downtown in the heart of the city. And, you know, the buildings have been vacant for how many years, Janet? Um, almost 20 years in one case and at least 10 in the other. But for our new markets and what will look like, if I'm remembering correctly, Janet, bridge financing until the city comes in, uh, right. this this project would not, it, it would not be happening. And it's good for the tangible benefits that it's going to provide, meaning... Um, housing, commercial space, but it's also good for the confidence of the city that Mm -hmm. in the heart of the city now we are repurposing iconic buildings that are being repurposed because LISC as a family, new markets, financing, blood, sweat, and tears of that local office, stamina, uh, are doing the work. Yeah, that's what we bring to the table as a family of companies that make up LISC that um, that makes us unique in the places where we work. And Janet, can you speak a little bit about what that impact, you anticipate that impact will be in the downtown community or beyond for Jacksonville? Well, they just had the ribbon cutting on the, the college's culinary arts cafe last week as it opened. 
and from city council members to uh, the college president to the head of the culinary school, this is really uh, an, an engine that is helping light up the downtown core. Um, as the president cut the ribbon, she talked about the students who will be able who will be housed there. Sixty students will be living in the building and then um, matriculating in the culinary arts program that is being run through the um, through the cafe downstairs. And this is now a whole new business model for them that will allow them to generate income to help fuel that program. In addition, um, having this housing downtown, we have not had a new housing project in our downtown quarter um, in over 12 years. And so we are desperate to have this kind of redevelopment, and it's paving the way for others uh, with the technical assistance that not only our local staff can provide, but when we're trying to help um, uh, our community developers sort of vision through and navigate what it will take, we have the the lending team nationally who's able to give us that additional insight from their broad national experience that lets us really give folks on the ground who are um, um, coming into this work with all that they need to have the confidence and the business savviness to move the projects forward. Well, thank you so much, Janet, for joining us and, and really highlighting that work in the local markets that's driven by a locally developed agenda and what it can mean to bring resources to places that in a lot of cases had been forgotten or at least not been the subject of much attention in quite some time. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Maurice, for being here and nice both of you for you. highlighting the difference we make at this moment at the release of our annual report. Go Jaguars. Thank you, Maurice. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All Thanks, right. everyone, for joining. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.